T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. We're glad you are here. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Our friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef, they got a hell of a deal for you going on right now, by the way. And uh, I know that uh, there's many people that are going to be doing some grilling this weekend. Maybe, you know, you don't have a lot going on. Maybe you're not watching Packers football, but you might be watching other football or just kind of hanging out. Schulze Family Farms Beef, they want to give you a chance to win an awesome grilling package. They're going to be giving away a Traeger Bronson 20 Grill. Courtesy of Schulze Ace Home Center in Black River Falls, they're going to give away a bag of pellets, case of Fox Smokehouse Barbecue Sauce, and a three-pack of seasoning from Salty Provisions. Now, the contest open to the first 15 people that sign up for a six-month or a 12-month subscription to Schulze Family Beef. When you get there, you click on the Start Shopping button. It'll give you all the rules and regulations and details and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but that's a 1 in 15 chance. Okay, and uh, don't forget, they have some great steaks and chops and roasts and all that kind of good stuff. And they'll put it in dry ice, pack it, ship it to your door in just a couple of days. It could just show up. You could order it today. It'll be there by Saturday. Good stuff for the weekend. But don't forget, if you win the grill and all that prize package, they'll do the same thing. They'll ship it right to your door. It's great. Go to to SholzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SholzeFamilyBeef.com, and sign up and see for yourself again, SholzeFamilyBeef.com. Com. Time now for some buy or sell. Let's do it. In the world of sports, a lot of people say a lot of things. But does it pass the big unit test? Let's play buy or sell. Time now for buy or sell. Radio Joe Zenzola is uh, in our game day studios, as we call it. And uh, Joe, what you got going on? Bill, buy or sell the Brewers' payroll for next season will be under $80 million. I'm buying that. I'm buying that. Well, as it stands right now with the guys that are going to come off the books, is it, isn't it going to be about 50, 40 to $50 million bucks? I think? Uh, they're going to add some pieces, obviously, some arbitration. Some guys are going to get raises, yes, but it's going to be about 40 to 50 So I would assume they're going to add, uh, you know, and that's – providing Ryan Braun's coming off as well, and they're not bringing him back. and So I'm going to say most likely, yeah, it'll be under $80 million. I'm going to say, if I had to guess right now, it's going to be about 70 to $73 bucks 
they're going to have on the books going into next season. I am buying that. Buy or sell. Okay. Uh, Sticking with the Brewers and the discussion we've been having, don't be surprised if David Stearns does exactly what he did last offseason, and that is sign veteran stopgap players. Uh, Absolutely. You're going to see a lot of one-year deals. Uh, You're going to be the catch lightning in a bottle team again. Uh, Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. I mean, he's been good at finding talent for the most part. Uh, This year, just a couple of guys didn't work out. But, look, I I think next year you've got three glaring holes. You've got third base, first base. Uh, I don't think you have a hole behind the plate because I think you've at least got enough there that you can make something of it. Uh, But I also feel that you need one more starter. But this team's got a lot of good cornerstones when it comes to the pitching staff. So I'm pretty happy with that right now. But I think you need one more starter. And that's if, indeed, David Stearns is going to hold true to we are going to be competitive to get to the postseason. So if that's what their mantra is, you need a starter. Uh, you need a couple of those good arms that you've got to have another quality season. But I, I think you're going to need three pieces. So that's that's my guess. But he's going to try to do the catch lightning in a bottle phase part six or whatever it happens to be. So, yes. Buy or sell. This might be a topic for a future show, but buy or sell – the Brewers' off-season situation is in a tougher spot than the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, yeah, the Bucks know what they've got. You know, you already know ninety percent of your personnel of what's coming back. The Brewers are different. The Brew and the Bucks are coming off of a year in which they led the league in wins. They just exited early from the postseason in under you know bizarre circumstances, and I can't really say that specifically because, you know, look, everybody had to perform, you know, and and the Heat performed better, you know, they make it to an NBA Finals. So, um, I I think the Brewers are in a tougher spot because they got more pieces to figure out. They got more moving parts. I mean, it begins and ends with Giannis, and then trickles down from there. Um, for the for the Bucks, uh, and by the way, I don't know if you saw this, but the Daily Wire has an article out about how David Stearns is quoted, uh, or Adam Silver, I should say. Um, you know, he said uh, to the owners, "Hey guys, this is what we're going to do in support of our players. Our league is overwhelmingly comprised of African American players. It's important the partnership. We need to work together to get through the season and into next year." But he has also stated that uh, they will not have. Uh, social justice messages on the floor next year. Next year, he said, "quote They will be off the floor." Uh, they did it because of the bubble. They did it because of the circumstance. But uh, and against some owners' wishes, they did it this year. But the message upon the NBA and the Players Association, uh, they will discuss. But uh, he says we will not be doing that. Uh, players have their own platforms that they can get their messages out. So uh, interesting because the ratings. Uh, you can go against the, the NFL. You can put them up on certain nights. Uh, you can talk about all the different things that went into uh, low ratings. But between Miami and L.A. drew the absolute positive lowest rating of all time. People were not tuning in to the NBA, and they feel that that had something to do with it as well. So uh, David Stern saying that – or David Stearns, I keep saying that. Adam Silver saying, no, they're going to take that off. So there you go. But, no, I think the Bucks season is going to uh, – I think the Bucks have an easier offseason about themselves than they do. Because all you're waiting for is Giannis to sign. That's it. You know, if he doesn't, then it becomes a little bit of a nervous scramble. But I think you're just waiting for Giannis to sign. Where David Stearns has some work to do. 
buy or sell? You know, we talk about Sean McVay. We talk about Kyle Shanahan. And everyone's looking at those coaches when it comes to innovative offenses. But buy or sell, Matt LaFleur deserves to get some of that same coaching pedigree as those two guys. He does, but and I'll buy that. I'm, I'm completely buying that. I'll tell you why he doesn't. Because he himself refers to Kyle Shanahan. So when instead of saying, well, this is the way I want to do it, this is the way I like it, this is what I wrote up, this, you know, he doesn't pat himself on the back. He's not that guy. So he keeps giving credit to others. Therefore, we look to others to give the credit to. If, if, if you know, Matt LaFleur was the architect and guru of all of this, we would be saying, boy, you know, he's Bill Walsh. Holy mackerel, look what he's done. Now he's doing it with a Hall of Fame quarterback. But, you know, Art Seifert did. We talk about Art Seifert coming out of the Bill Walsh coaching tree. Mike Holmgren did it. We talk about Mike Holmgren coming out of the Bill Walsh, co- Walsh coaching tree. So, But he himself says Kyle Shanahan. They talk about that. So I think that's the reason it's kind of like, don't look at me, look over here, look over here, look over here, because he keeps telling us to. I think Matt LaFleur deserves a lot more credit than what he gets. He came into a situation in which he had to immediately roll up his sleeves and sit down and work with his star player and gain his trust. And, and, and that was a monumental task within itself. And then, oh, by the way, implement an offense, get this guy to trust you enough to run it, and find the pieces that are going to make it the most – um, you know, most viable. And and in a year and a half, year and four games, he's done a magnificent job. So I think we should give more credit to Matt LaFleur. Absolutely, I agree with you. I think that'll be another future topic for this show for the listeners. So stay yep. tuned. Buy or sell. Okay, last one. Uh, don't be surprised if the NFL shuts down one week's worth of games at some point this year because of COVID. Uh, I'll buy that. I remember... They kicked the door open and saying, we can go till the end of February, beginning of March for Super Bowl, meaning they could push it back. And I think that's what they were originally thinking about because they were hoping the more time you gave, the more time there would be to maybe put fans in the stands because that's, you know, I mean, granted, it's corporate, it's money, it's more sponsorships than anything, but they want fans in the stands. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But, yeah, with what's going on right now with the Tennessee Titans, uh, it, yeah, certainly. I mean, they could they could push it back a couple of weeks or a week or so just to be able to give Tennessee, give everybody a bye week and let Tennessee and whomever, Tennessee and Buffalo or whomever, play and, and get that extra game in so everybody's on an even playing field. Because can you imagine, let's just say, for blanks and giggles, the Buffalo Bills – uh, and I have not looked at the Buffalo Bills' schedule, so don't uh, don't quote me on this. But let's just say the Buffalo Bills in the AFC, they don't play Kansas City. And so they end up going undefeated. Uh, I, I take that back. Actually, they do play Kansas City. They play Kansas City the week, af- the week after this. So they will play Kansas City. But I was just going to say, let's say both teams have one loss or two losses or what have you, and you're looking for the team to, to, to beat in the AFC. They're going to have to do some jockeying with how they're going to set this whole thing up because of playoff standing and such. I, w- I think they want to get this whole season in, but they could end up moving it back if they need be. Or maybe if just because after contact tracing they go back and find out that numerous players in the Tennessee Titans organization just said, to hell with protocol, we're fine, and screwed this whole thing up, they may just have the Tennessee Titans uh, forfeit a game 
before it's all said and done. But I think that they could end up, if, if there's more outbreaks, I think they could end up moving the season back a week or two or even three. There you go. That's it. That it? Yes. That's it. That's buy or sell. That's the way we do it. Glad to do it. Always fun to do it. When we come back, you're going to hear from the Packers' big left tackle, David Bakhtiari, makes his weekly appearance on our flagship station, 1250 AM, the fan out of Milwaukee, and he appears on the big show. So you're going to hear some of his comments from yesterday. What's for dinner, for gosh sakes? Hey, coming up today, if you're looking for something, uh, make it quick, make it easy, and make it decent, uh, like mom would make, right? Not with all the extra additives and such. Choose from a variety at Quick Trip. Fettuccine Alfredo, chicken, turkey, potatoes, gravy, beef stroganoff, pork chop, stuffing, potatoes, gravy. You, They fix them up. You pull them hot and fresh right out of your microwave. It's that simple. Freshly made and absolutely delicious. Stop into Quick Trip. They have got you covered. Bakhtiari, next on the Bill Michael Show. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on tonight. The Huddle 6 to 8. Brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Brewed with a unique five-step filtration process that ensures a cleaner finish and no lingering aftertaste. Only 100 calories, my friends. That's it. Cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry, all that kind of good stuff. Go to BudLight.com for all the information. David Bakhtiari, the big left tackle for the Green Bay Packers, he... Uh, was on yesterday on 12.50 a.m., the fan out of Milwaukee uh, on the big show, and he talked about uh, Damon Snacks Harrison. Oh, he's coming in for a workout. <laughs> oh, see, so we broke news to David Bakhtiari. That's beautiful. Good. Yeah, well, apparently. That's, that's he's in Seattle. Well, how, well, how good is he? Oh, he, I mean, he, he's a good player. He's, he's for, he? for being just a, a guy, a, a run stopper that can give you a, a great presence in the middle. Especially when you play base personnel, when you got a bunch of bigs out there. I mean, he's a tough man to move, and he's a very smart player, very instinctive, and he's he's garnered the accolades. All, all that has been earned for him. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be very exciting to see um, if we if we do get him. I definitely would help uh, build depth, and definitely a big man in the, uh, in the middle for our team. So, uh, well, as we all know, Snacks Harrison ended up signing. He never got out of Seattle. They talked to him, they uh, they worked him out, and the next thing you know, he became a Seattle Seahawks. So uh, the optimism uh, turned to a little bit of disappointment, I guess, if you were hoping to get Snacks Harrison in to bolster the trenches for the Green Bay Packers. Um, so, and by the way, this was from Tuesday's show. Tuesday, he was on every Tuesday. I keep forgetting today's Thursday. Uh, in the meantime, the Green Bay Packers, uh, as he said, needs to stay on top of the NFC. I mean, our goal is just to try to main, remain on the top of the NFC. Uh, it's going to be very important for us um, moving forward. Obviously, with uh, there's only one bye for the uh, number one seed now. So it's just something – I mean, it's still very early. We still have three-fourths of the uh, of the season to uh, to play out. But uh, we just got to make sure we take care of business. And like Matt says, we got to go one and out. So he was asked specifically, why does this team – specifically the offense, but why does this team just look – so much better right now. I think we're definitely closer, 
And then I think the biggest thing, um, the reason why we've been so effective on offense is uh, everyone, like I feel like last year it'd always be one guy here, one guy there, uh, miscommunication on the wrong page, and that would be the reason why the play couldn't get going. Now this year we have a lot less of that because guys fully understand the offense and know exactly what to do and where to be at all times. So you're getting a lot more efficient plays where not only it's a great play call, but all 11 are doing their job on that play, and then it shows. So he was asked, uh, you know, look, the offense has been really, really good. It seems like anybody can come in, step up at any particular point in time. And then there's Robert Tanyan, and he expounds upon Tanyan's uh, efforts. It's all about preparation for him. He's a great guy, uh, great person to have in the locker room, great teammate that you want to have on your team. He gives it his all. He, uh, when asked upon, he's going to do exactly what he what he's told. And uh, you talk about a guy that's making the most of his opportunity. Um, you know, I'm very excited for him. He's he's a good buddy that I can consider uh, I consider on the uh, on our team, and I'm just very excited for him. He's earned everything he's gotten. Then there's the running backs, uh, and you know, look, Aaron Jones has been just tremendous, and Jamal Williams has really, I mean, catching eight passes out of the backfield that was something I'm, I guarantee. They did not expect uh, in this, you know, in, in this season to use Jamal Williams out of the backfield as much as they have when it comes to catching passes. But then there's AJ Dillon as well, and, and David Bakhtiari talks about the running back situation. I, I, it's, it's always good having uh, depth at any in all positions. So in case something does happen, we can have guys step up. And right now, I mean, we we have we have a three-headed monster in uh, uh, the running back position, and. I think uh, everyone's time will come. Uh, I think a lot of people were calling for Aaron Jones' number a lot more, and I think you're seeing it now, and I think the same thing will probably happen for AJ. So we know what's going on with Tennessee. The Titans have had 23 players and front office combined test positive for COVID. We also know that there has been uh, you know, a little bit of a COVID uh, that has reared its head in the uh, Patriots organization. So David Bakhtiari, as they go into the bye week and now have that free time on their hands, he talks about the players and their responsibility to themselves and one another. I think more like frowned upon. I wouldn't say disappointed. Uh, We understand that we have to do what we need to do to have this season take place. And I'm not going to speculate what had happened over there because I have no idea how they had a – an outbreak, but now I guess it's a little more under control. But yeah, I mean, I, I would be disappointed if there was if there were to uh, have a major outbreak on multiple multiple teams because obviously, with the protocols and standards that are in effect right now, I think it's proven that it's working. The daily testing, the uh, the constant reminder of physically distancing, the masks, the contact tracing—I think all of that has shown to be critical in our safety the masks the contact tracing daily testing all of that uh this is where you really start to get the test though when you have a bye week and you cross your fingers that nobody comes back with covid as they get ready to practice again next week in preparation for the tampa bay buccaneers now uh one of the other things that we have talked about has been injuries specifically soft tissue injuries and David Bakhtiari discussed the injuries and maybe the correlation with the lack of really any kind of, uh, you know, hitting any physical preseason that this team did or didn't have. I don't really like to attribute the, the lack of preseason to the injuries. I just think the lack of uh, the ramp-up period, you know, because guys hadn't played football 
since the end of last season. I think that's tough. And then it, it put a lot of personal accountability on guys to make sure that they stress their body out in the right way to get them acclimated when we do come out and play. Um, I don't think the uh, not having preseason had an effect on that. So there you go. That was David Bakhtiari Tuesday, Tuesday on uh, the big show, which is on 1250 a.m., the fan out of Milwaukee. So uh, that's some of his comments regarding all of this. Packers now off the remainder of the week and getting back at it again next week when they reconvene and they start to uh, get ready and prepare for Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down in Tampa Bay. Hey, my friends, the fall colors are spectacular up north. I was out riding over the weekend, and uh, they're nice here, but up north, man, I'm telling you, they're picturesque. A buddy of mine went to Timberstone Golf Course. That's at Pine Mountain Resort, who we talk about all the time. Took some pictures. Oh, my. I don't know what hole it is, but the hole, the green, is actually cut into the side of the hill. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. It's br- I, I told him, I said, did you put a filter on that? He said, no. That's just the way it looks up here. It's beautiful. The amazing views, natural setting, a great place for that quick fall getaway. It's a one-tank trip. So if you're not doing something over the next two weeks because you don't have football, or maybe you do have football and you're just like, you know what, I'll watch the game up there, go do it. Uh, and by the way, they're going to stay open until Sunday, October 25th, so you still have time. But beginning October 18th, for groups of 25 or more, you can actually take ownership, take over the Pine Mountain Resort, or own the island, by the way, at the iconic Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, Wisconsin. A great way for a company retreat or a business conference. For more information on all of it, or to book your fall stay and play golf package, go to thefourseasonswi.com. That's thefourseasonswi.com, or timberstonegolfcourse.com. Again, that's Timberstone Golf Course. Dot com. Great place to escape, get away from, a one-tank trip, head on up, and just see what I've been telling you about. All right, time for some fantasy football. If you've got a question, you can hit us up on Twitter under the hashtag AskKate. AskKate. Uh, A-S-K-K-A-T-E, so there's two Ks in there. AskKate. Or, or, if you'd like, you can just give us a call now. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. We'll answer some of your fantasy football questions with Tennessee being down, Buffalo maybe not playing. You've got games coming up tonight. The Packers aren't playing. We'll talk about all of this. Stay tuned. A whole lot more. Fantasy football is next to the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We're back. Glad to have you. Hey, don't forget Van Horn Automotive. They want to buy your vehicle. You can do so. Stop into any one of their uh, locations all throughout Wisconsin and over into Iowa, anywhere on the network stations. You can catch them, and uh, you can do it without any of the hassle of even being pressured to buy a car. Or if you want to schedule, say, a service appointment, finance service, you can do that. They're just here to help in many different ways. I just picked my ve- my new vehicle up. Actually, I shouldn't say picked up, but I had it delivered in uh, it's been a great experience. Four different cars I've, I've gotten from Van Horn Automotive. They're just great people over there. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. Again, VanHornAuto.com. you got the Packers and the Lions on a bye this week, uh, which may send a few of you scrambling. Tennessee Titans, we're waiting to find out. Uh, that would mean also that if they don't play, Buffalo may not play either. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, joining us now on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline, from ballblastfootball.com, rotoworld.com, Kate Majuk is back with us. Kate, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. I am bummed about uh, these COVID games. I don't think they're going to happen, but, you know, we have to keep going. We have to keep moving along, 
and and making those fantasy plays, even if these guys are off the field this week, which I think they will be. Yeah, I uh, I think some of these guys are going to be be sitting for a while, and who knows what happens by the time it's all said and done. If the NFL decides to come down hard on the Tennessee Titans, they may just end up forfeiting a game before it's all said and done. But uh, we have some fantasy for you, so uh, I got one here from Joshua who says, I need to start one of these, Bridgewater, Stafford, or Minshew? This week I'm actually going to go with Bridgewater. I have not been very high on Teddy Bridgewater, but uh, he's ranking top 10 in, uh, in passing yards. He looks fantastic. The only area where he struggled a little bit has been uh, the passing touchdown. So he's had some some deficiencies there, but uh, the pass attempts are all there. And I do think against the Atlanta Falcons, who uh, they have given the most fantasy points to the quarterback position in the NFL, um, averaging 32.9 points per game against the fantasy quarterback. You can't go wrong, especially uh, while that offense seems to be buzzing with Mike Davis, who would have thought. Uh, let's uh, go to the phone call. Silas is listening to us in Elm Grove, Wisconsin. Silas, you got a question for Kate? Yes, thank you. I need one of these uh, Rex Burkhead, Chase Edmonds, or Joshua Kelly. It's a half-point PPR. And Derek Carr or Tom Brady? I got to go with Tom Brady here. I don't love the matchup on, on Thursday night football. Um, the, the Chicago Bears haven't given up much to the quarterback, but I do think, uh, you know, especially with the uh, the absence of Leonard Fournette, I don't know if they're going to be able to get the run game going. And he has looked better over the last few weeks than he did uh, right off the bat. Um, I think either way, you got to temper expectations for those. Um, and, and he just has the, the higher ceiling over uh, Derek Carr for me. Um, what was your first question? Joshua Kelly, Chase Edmonds, or uh, Rex Burkett? I need one of those in a half-point PPR. All right, I'm going with Joshua Kelly, which it, it's not going to feel great. Um, he's had a rough couple of games, but to start the season in the first two weeks, um, had 35 uh, rushing attempts. 120 yards, nothing crazy, but with the absence of Austin Eckler, I do project that he's going to be involved in the passing game. Um, you know, he's seen seven targets over the last three weeks with Justin Herbert under center. I think we can expect a lot of the same. And, um, you know, I, I think in a half PPR, you, you got to go where, where the targets are. Thank you, Silas. Uh, I got to hear from uh, Derek. Derek says, should I consider just benching A.J. Green for the remainder of the season? I can't trade him away. He doesn't have any value. And uh, is Russell Gage a good pickup? I do think you have to consider benching A.J. Green. Um, he's not He's not the, the same player. He doesn't look to be uh, the, the same guy. He doesn't look to have that same rapport uh, with Joe Burrow. Um Russell Gage, I do think, is a great pickup this week, especially with the question of whether or not Julio Jones is going to play. I don't think he will, so I think they're going to need uh, somebody there to fill in. Uh, you know, we saw week one against Seattle. Gage put up over 100 yards, um, no touchdowns, but, you know, you, you can't sneeze at 100 receiving yards. Um, I, I think the opportunity will be there against Carolina. They haven't been... Uh, the best on defense. So I, I think he's going to have some room to play and he should have the target share with Julio Jones out. Uh, Mark writes, uh, Kyle Allen or Nick Foles? Oh, man. Oh, man. this I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry that these are the options. 
I'm going to go with Kyle Allen and it, again, not going to feel great. Um, you know, my hope is that teams have not necessarily seen uh, what Kyle Allen will be in the, the, you know, season to come. He is on a new team though, you know, with the same head coach that he had last year, but he got off to a really hot start in his first career start. Um, he had five or four passing touchdowns. I believe the, the first time he started for the Panthers I'm going to hope for a similar game. I won't expect it, but I think he might have the higher upside here. Got another one here. Uh, I need two of these three in a PPR. Julian Edelman, Debo Samuel, Deshaun Jackson. I'm going to go with Julian Edelman. And, you know, it comes down to, uh, first and foremost, his his availability on the field. Um, You know, out of all these guys, Debo played limited snaps last week. I worry about, you know, how they're going to continue to ease him into the offense coming off an injury. Um, You know, Julian Edelman, he's on the field. We saw him reach a a career high in receiving yards. Um, I I, got to take the the vet who's who's proven what he can do. Um, And, and, you know, I I think he's going to have a nice, nice week against Denver. Um, has managed to average 0.6 touchdowns per game in the five games he's played the Broncos. So, interesting. You you might have some some touchdown upside. He's due for one this year. Uh, need one other one. Actually, it's two of three. So, Julian Edelman, Debo Samuel, Deshaun Jackson. Who would be your top two out of those three? Ah, okay. In that case, I'll go uh, Julian and Debo. Um, Debo's main concern for me is is really the the snap count. Um, he played just 25 uh, offensive snaps in week four. Uh, I do expect him to see more work this week. And they did cut Muhammad Sanu, which might mean that they're they're looking forward to, to getting Debo more involved this week. And man, have we seen uh, we've seen Debo produce before. I uh, need one of these three in a PPC and PPR uh, get points for return yards as well. Rex Burkhead, Justin Jackson or Tony Pollard gotta go because it's it's uh points per carry um you know i, I think oh, points per carry can you give me the options one more time uh it would be rex burkhead justin jackson or tony pollard i gotta go with justin jackson there um you know i, I think that we have to look forward to that uh him getting more involved in the offensive scheme with austin eckler gone um, you know, didn't didn't get off to a very strong start, but, um, you know, just eight total carries in his first two games. But they're going to need him to run the ball if they they plan to, to you know, get anything going with this offense. Um, I, I think they need to roll with him. And, and I think there's plenty of work for both him and Joshua Kelly to, to see lots of touches. Uh, Austin says in a flex, I need one non PPR uh, Ronald Jones or Mostert. I'm going to go with Ronald Jones this week. Again, don't love the matchup, but I do worry, you know, we haven't seen uh, that Raheem Mostert is for sure a go. Um, and when I'm not sure in those situations, you know, my my favorite thing to do is to think, uh, you know, do my other options have enough upside to, to make that uh, risk worth it? I think Ronald Jones has plenty of upside. Um, you know, you're you're hoping on him catching some balls and, and falling into the end zone, which is, uh, you know, totally more than capable of doing, especially with Tom Brady under center. Uh, let's go to Greg listening to us in Oak Creek. Greg, welcome to the program. What's going on? 
um, if uh, Mike Evans plays tonight, uh, do I do I stay with him or do I go with Robbie Anderson? I've got to go with Mike Evans, but Robbie Anderson's been really hard to to sit on your bench recently. Um, you know, Mike Evans in his two games without Chris Godwin, which Chris Godwin has already been ruled out. Um, we should see a, a nice heavy target share for Mike Evans, and he's he's shown some uh, some chops in the touchdown department, totaling uh, what it, he's got five touchdowns so far in the season. Tom Brady trusts him. Um, I'm going to roll there, especially with the the potential boost in volume this week. Uh, I got another one here. Uh, David Montgomery or Ronald Jones in a a standard scoring league? I've got to go with Ronald Jones, especially, you know, the the things that you are hoping for with the the injury to uh, Tariq Cohen, not that you like the injury, but what you're really hoping for is an increase in the, the passing game. And uh, you know, since this is a standard league, I think you have to to follow the guy who's been more efficient on the season so far, and that's Ronald Jones. Uh, let's see here. We got, uh, I believe, one more time for at least one more, and this one is uh, Cooper Cup or Ezekiel Elliott in a oh. PPR. You know, for me, I, I don't think Zeke looks uh, looks to be the top like three back that we drafted him to be this year. Um, but you can't say no to the guaranteed touches that he's going to get. Um, and the, the fact that he actually is, is on pace for 120 targets, um, that's as good of a, as a wide receiver for me. Um, I'm going to take Zeke all day because he's, he's guaranteed to touch the ball 20 times in, in any given week. Uh, I will, I'll do one more here for you. And this one is a DJ Moore or Kittle. In PPR. Oh, gotta go with Kittle. Um, coming yeah, off, he's coming a, back from a, injury though, too. He, you know what? But in his first game returning, posted over 150 yards, looked absolutely yeah. dominant and super healthy. Um, you know, DJ Moore is a guy that's been, uh, you know, sort of up and down. He's been hard to count on for fantasy purposes this year. Um, it, it really seems like Robbie Anderson is the guy for Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, has only exceeded 65 receiving yards once so far in the season. So, um, you know, I, I think the upside's definitely with Kittle. Kittle, man. Kate, always a pleasure. Good stuff as always, and we will talk again next week, okay? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. There you go. Kate Majuka, ballblastfootball.com, rotoworld.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They'll treat you fair. 80-plus years, they'll be doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Looking for a good team, a new team, any team at all. 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Trying to close it out. We'll talk about it next on the Bill Michael Show. Sixteen stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. Before the Packers played the Falcons here at Lambeau Field Monday night, head coach Matt LaFleur met privately with linebackers Adarius Smith. What was the meeting about? Defensive coordinator Mike Pettin. He's, he's a guy that's very prideful. He's hard on himself. And we know when something's 
not right with him and, and the ankle you know that it was bothering him you know i'm not making excuses for him but you could just tell he wasn't the guy that you know didn't have the explosiveness you know that, that he, had, he had demonstrated before and you know that's matt's job zadarius responded with eight tackles three quarterback sacks and yesterday was named the nfc defensive player of the week when we're trying to get after the quarterback man it comes with coverage and when we're rattling the quarterback uh it comes with picks so we all play as one man uh, to try to be dominant in the past game but like i said man we got to continue to work on that run game and tackle at 4-0 smith gave credit to the packers offense and he talked about his phone call from rapper little wayne i think it was little wayne had called me he was saying man whatever aaron Rodgers is doing tell him to keep doing because that man is on fire <laughs> that's zadarius smith in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show Portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. Whether it's low T, E, D, or maybe you just want to lose some weight, you want to look better, feel better. Uh, it's a great jump start, and all you have to do is call. You can't do anything if you don't call. Get up, pick up your phone, make a phone call. Four one four four five five four four five one. That's four one four four five five four four five one, and it really does work. Whether it's just the weight loss, which is what I've gone through, low T. I went through those treatments, and it gave me more energy, better mental clarity. Uh, better stamina, the mood. I mean, it's just all right there for you. And uh, I got off the couch and started looking better, feeling better, working out. And it's it really does work. The whole program's been fantastic. But all you got to do is call 414-455-4451. Jimmy Butler says he still believes his team can turn things around in the NBA Finals despite the fact that the Lakers took a commanding three games to one lead with that 102-96 game four win on Tuesday night. And uh, Butler, you know, he's praised his team's mental toughness all season long, but he spoke with the same calm confidence, if you will, that he's had throughout the Heat's time in the bubble. And, you know, obviously they've had a a setback. Uh, He said uh, that, you know, the mantra echoed throughout players and coaches and words throughout the game that the Heat just believe that they can still get it done. Now, they got a chip on their shoulder they're not going to get it done. The Lakers are going to win the series. Whether they win it tomorrow night or whether they win on Sunday, we'll wait and see. But the Lakers are going to end up the Lakers are going to end up winning this thing. Um, and I had mentioned it a little bit earlier that you know the uh, the NBA the ratings for the NBA are at an all time low, the worst they've ever been. So uh, the low ratings for the 2020 NBA Finals. Uh, League Commissioner Adam Silver is saying that it has to do with many different things. Playing the game in the bubble, obviously playing it later into the season, going up against the NFL. And also he feels that some of the uh, fans have been turned off by the social justice messages. So next year he said those will be coming off of the floor. He said it will go back to a regular season and the players have their own platforms to get their own messages out. So uh, he said that all of that is a contributing factor to uh, historically low because you got Miami and LA. I mean, two big cities, and you're at, you you've almost just barely making it to five million people. I mean, that's that's unheard of. Uh, but again, you got the NFL. You're going up on Sunday nights and such against the NFL, and so it's just uh, it's it's hard to get it all together, so to speak, uh, as far as viewership goes. But for whatever reason, people just aren't tuning in, and it just could be the you know Laker you know backlash or what have you so who knows but regardless the uh the nba 
looking to change some things going next year. And hopefully we're back to a regular season next year. Let's be honest. Hopefully we're not dealing with COVID. Hopefully we're not dealing with any any uh, of this stuff. So it is what it is. Uh, 855-830-8648. If you want to give us a shout, by all means do so. Colton Bartholomew of the Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com going to be joining us coming up after the top of the hour as we get into some Badger chatter. We're going to talk about uh, Jack Cohn surgery and then kind of how the Badgers are going to put this all together and get their season underway. So Colton Bartholomew is going to be coming up here in just a little bit. Also, we'll talk some more Brewers baseball. Some Brewers fans, for those of you that didn't get a chance to chime in in the first hour of the program, this last hour is going to be your hour. We're going to hear, some again, some of the uh, quotes from David Stearns. And I want to get back into the discussion as to whether or not you believe uh, that the Brewers are going to next year get better, get worse, if they're rebuilding, retooling, you know, I, I want to want to really kind of delve into this. And then do you give the Brewers a pass because of the circumstance uh, and, and the reality of what's going on right now? So we got all of that coming up here in the next hour of the program. Also, don't forget tonight, coming up 6 to 8 o'clock, it is the Bill Michaels Huddle brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com. But tonight, Scott Grotsky from CBS 58 going to be here. We'll talk about the Packers' uh, first quarter of the season. Tonight's game, obviously, the Bears and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Earl Arms, who uh, used to be with CBS 58, now with PBS in Milwaukee, doing some sports stuff there. We're going to talk with him as well tonight on the panel. So we got a lot of good stuff coming up this evening also. So we're not done yet. Another hour yet to go. And Brewers fans... Uh, in about 25 minutes, uh, the rest of that show will be for you. So if you're a Brewers fan and you want to talk about it or listen to it, I highly recommend it because I want to know if you're giving the Brewers a pass this year and if you're going to give them a pass next year, next season. We'll get into that discussion. But talking Badgers coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 